Good afternoon, good evening, good metal. My name's Coop and welcome to the Spoken Metal Show. This is the Download 2022 preview show. I'm going to suggest some bands you might want to check out at the upcoming Download Festival. Um, I know a lot of people have been asking if we do a show, but I was going to preview it. Yes, I am, and here it is. And uh, some of the preview shows I've done before have had been really nice reactions and, and bands have sent me some nice messages. And if you are a band driving down there or your fans driving down there, I appreciate it if you've got this on now and you listen to this. That's, that's very cool of you. I'm just going to kind of go through some of the bands that I think maybe you should check out, maybe some you've heard of, some you haven't, and, and maybe open up some options for you about bands you may be like, what am I going to do on this particular time? I'll maybe give you a little bit of insight in some bands you may or not have considered. And I mean, Downline begins you know, two days before, Wednesday and Thursday, doesn't it? I mean, it used to be that, remember when festivals used to be one day and it was like there's a rock and there was seven bands on and that was it. And then we had kind of Ozfest and I think it moved to like one and two days. And now we've got three days of 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 bands across multiple stages. It's fantastic. And yeah, it begins a little bit earlier on the Wednesday and the Thursday where they kind of do sort of this, this band's going and playing there and isn't officially open, if you will. Bands like Sertraline and Red Method and Witch Fever are all bands you should check out on the, the Wednesday and Thursday. And I did see... They were having some podcasts on, the Sapping and Podcasters on there, which is cool. I wonder wonder if the Spoken Metal Show could eventually get to um, to download. That would be nice. That would be, that'd be quality. But it begins officially on the Friday. And I, I just want to go kind of some of, the, some, of, some of the bands I would check out. And first up, we have on the Opus stage, which isn't really the Opus stage. It should be called the Reaper stage. I know that a uh, friend of the show, Dan Moran, lobbied quite hard to get, to get it called the Reaper stage. And unfortunately, it's called the Opus stage. I did wonder why they didn't name stages after after people. You know, some of the some of the the, the very you know, beautiful and brilliant musicians we've lost over time might have been a, a, another choice. I don't know, but it's called the the Opus stage. I think is the, is the first sort of band I, I would want to check out is on, and that's around sort of four-ish. It's Miles Kennedy, and why wouldn't you? Because what a what a great voice! What a you know what a great songwriter! You know we're gonna get stuff from the Ides of March and what have you, and I think there'll be some nice surprises there. And that's just a really nice gentle opening, isn't it? You know I don't know if Miles would ever be like to be referred to as a, a gentle opening, but he, he will be. It's a, it's nice guaranteed good strong set from him. I think he'll be fantastic. And then you you want to go over to the the wonderful Dog Tooth stage, and the reason you want to go over there it's about, about sort of half four ish around that time. Is to see A. A. Williams. Um, I got onto A. A. Williams listening to some covers that she'd done, uh, Nine Inch Nails, Every Day is Exactly the Same, and the Death Tones, Be Quiet and Drive, and was blown away. Was blown away by just the, the, the quality uh, and, uh, of her voice and, uh, and, and just the subtleness of stuff and everything she, that she's doing is, is amazing. I want to hear Exit and Darkness could be a very, very special moment really early on and Williams is, is a very special artist right at the beginning of what she's doing I think the covers is a nice entry point for you if you've ever um, not heard it but then really you know let's let if you want to dig into it, the, the music that she produced the original music she's producing and really really excited to see a uh, Williams to a larger audience and and bring that down to like one note if you know what I mean and bring that 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 down to that really deep sort of connection real, real beautiful music you know um then you might want to go back to the thing so back and forth from the opus and doxy stage but you're used to that it's, it's uh, back on the opus stage you've got um lacuna coil and i've, I've frankly never seen lacuna coil play uh, a bad a bad show and you know it, i mean what was the black anemia it was like 2019 something like that and you had the live from the apocalypse so what we're, what we're looking for really is new material 
and they, they've got to have been working on stuff. We want to see new material. You know, throw in throw in some stuff, some classics from from Comalize and things like that. Throw them in, but I, we want to see new material from the Coil. That's what we want to see, and I think that that's probably what they're going to do. You see about two or three new songs and really see what they're doing now. Uh, they've always been good, always been consistently great, Lacuna Coil, and I think that this is going to be that'll be a really great set to see. And and in the same way, you're going to start making your way over to the main stage because on the main stage, you have Skindred, and what's not love to love about Skindred? You know, Benji is a consummate frontman. You know, uh, just the just exactly knows what he's doing and f- really enjoys himself on stage. He, uh, you know, really, really enjoys it. I mean, we haven't had anything. What well, I think twenty eighteen was, was big things, and uh, you know, we hadn't really had uh, much from them. You know, uh, I know Benji's been doing touring with Dub War as well, and and so we really want to see it. It's another one of those. What's the new material? They the bands have been working on new stuff. We've seen some pictures of them being in the studio and what have you. So we, we want to see that. We want to see what Skindred's new stuff are. Yeah, you know what? We're going to get the new Paul helicopter and it's going to be fucking great. And it always is. And it's fabulous. But we, yeah, we want to see, I want to see some new material from, from Skindred. What's, what, what's next? They're always interesting. You know, we're, we want to hear nobody and all that type of thing. We want to hear that. But we, we, it's all, they're always producing really interesting stuff, uh, really a kind of mission, mashing up influences really nicely and, and maybe some surprises in there who knows we could see um and then it's around sort of seven ish you you want to go to the avalanche stage because uh this is going to be i think i feel this might be very special this is sleep token um the autonomous collective if you will another masked band and and, and that type of thing and i i feel as this this could be special this could be very special you know we've what we're going to hear, maybe some stuff off Sundowning. This place will become a tomb. Yes, okay. I feel as though maybe there's new stuff from this as well, which is very exciting. I mean, I I, I don't know quite what to make of Sleep Token. I've not seen them live. I think that the only way to see them and the only way to fully experience what they're doing, Sleep Token are doing, is is in a live context. It, it really is. It looks like it could be exceptionally special. You know, the the sun just going down. Around that time, you know, I think it. I feel it feels as though it could be special. There's two or three sort of really nice moments could potentially happen on this day. Real special moments, um, and then, you know, you might want to you, you might want to pop to the to, to the dog soup stage, and see uh, Red Fang about eight o'clock ish. I think they're they're on it, and it's just great stone rock, isn't it? It's just you know, from Fonzie scheme and stuff and prehistoric dog and and and, and what have you, and, and even the stuff off the off the newest things from arrows is just great that's just going to be a real that's going to be a good time um uh you know i think that i think the red fang are just they're in the same sort of you know in, in that kind of chaos as the name always gets thrown around and, and that sort of thing but it's all it's more it's more than that it's and it's just a really enjoyable rock and roll heavy show and so i'm, I'm really really looking forward to red fang and then yes in the uh on the main stage you have kiss and you know, how many words, how many things said about Kiss? Probably until the end of time. You know, we we know love them or hate them, and some people do, and some people don't. They're they're important. They are, you know, even if it was only from a visual point of view, and and, and that it, they're still important. And I've seen Kiss many, many times in many, many formats, including app download, and it's a great show. It, it just it just is. Everybody puts the Kiss makeup on and, and goes all crazy for it, and that's that's exactly what you want. It's completely great. I've got no problems with that. I think it's. I think it's exactly what it should be. I would choose 
to maybe to to maybe go over and see on Dogtooth Electric Wizard. That's what I would choose to do. I would watch maybe Kiss Open. It's the last time we're going to fucking see them. Probably is the last time we're going to see them. So yeah, it feels as though it's a nice sending off, and 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 that's cool. But I would I would head over to to um you know to see Electric Wizard mainly. You know, I mean, that's just going to be you know more than a couple of beers in you or your your um, your drug of choice. Then you know and <laughs> Satan's Children from We Live or you know I don't know Doom. Mantia from uh, Come My Fanatics and, you know, Dope Throne. There's so much good stuff there. And Electric Wizard, that's just going to send you off into the night into a, a really, a really, with a really great, in a really great mood. That's a really strong Friday with lots of opportunity for special performances and surprises and some nice things going on there. And how great is it to say we want to, we're going to get ready to see new music by all of these people as well. And that's Friday. I mean, what do you think? Have you already kind of put out your Friday in your mind? Have you set up who you think you're going to watch? And who, who have I missed? Who have I missed? Who do I need to see? Tell me. But I think that's a really nice... I like to break up my... Uh, my Whenever I go to festivals with some guaranteed bangers, guaranteed shows I know are going to be good. I always try and see someone I haven't seen before. And I always try and see someone I haven't even heard of before. That's when a real magic happens, you know. So for me, yes, I've seen... Kiss and Skindred and Lacuna Coil, but I haven't seen A. Williams and Sleep Token, uh, you know, uh, even Electric, I haven't seen Electric Wizards. I think I've seen a festival. I, I think that's about it, but I'd like to see them again. And that's the point. You should try and diversify the, the, the types of acts you're seeing as well. Yes, it's a bit of a trek, maybe. I've, I've, I've made you go back and forth from some stages, but, you know, with time in between, with time in between. And that's really what I think, uh, that's what my Friday would look like. So we go on to Saturday, and for me, it starts at the at the two stage at twelve o'clock with Death Blooms, um, where we get, you know, anger or choke off life is pain or you know, uh, you are filth in, in filth. You know, it, it's gonna uh, do play an, an amazing show at the Arts Club in, in Liverpool, and you know, essentially a local band f- for me, but just a really interesting, uh, an interesting act, just a, a really. Lean into influences and really kind of engaging with them on a number of levels. Death Blooms are they're just starting and they're already really, really a really involved and interesting aspect. And they're just starting, and that leads neatly on to you know, about half two-ish on the Avalon stage. Of course, I'm going to recommend Loathe. Why? Because this just frankly they're just so important that you know. I, I let it in and took everything and sure things like aggressive evolution are, are entry points for you to, to listen to loathe, but I haven't seen them live. Now they still, we haven't heard them recorded what they're doing live, which is always, it, that should always be the case with a live act that it should be that it's, it, it's not totally captured yet. Uh, the live aspect should be the finishing point where you know, it starts with the recording and ends with the, the the live thing, and then it kind of cyclically goes and moves and, and gets better. And that loathe, uh, you know, what Kadeem does is is just superb. They they they're experimental. Are they the the next Deftones? Who who knows? It's it largely that's irrelevant. They're just fucking amazing. So naturally, you know, being from from Liverpool, I'm going to suggest to to, to listen to to loathe and go and see them on the Avalanche stage. That's going to be. Seeing them and the Death Blooms, that's a really good window into the newest things that are coming through. People, I always say this, you know, where the next band's coming from, where the next new music coming from, Death Blooms and Loathe, 
adds a great double whammy at the beginning of the day. And then we go, you know, you're going to go on the Apex stage and I would watch Black Label Society. Of course you're going to watch Black Label Society. New album, Doom Crew Inc. Doom Crew Inc. and stuff is, it's... it's just it's just it's a good time. It's a it's a it's a great record. But I mean, for me, it's I want to hear stuff stronger than death. I mean, I'm sure we're going to get a you know destroying conquering some of the new singles and what have you. But I really want to see stronger than than death. I want to see stuff from that. That's my personal favorite. But I think it's just I've never seen them play a bad set. As simple as that. It's it's great. It's straight up. It's heavy. Perfectly timed uh, around that time of day. And Black Label Society there on the on the apex stage. Just great to see Zach and. Uh, you know, just get out there and do do what he what he does, and then we're going to go back to the dog two stage. Why? Because at about five o'clock, we're going to see Venom Prison. Um, I've talked about Venom Prison for, for on, on a number of podcasts, and you know, which whatever we're going to get, um, you know, we we sort of what material we're going to get, Primeval, what whatever whatever it may be. The they're another example. I mean, you've got Death Blooms, you've got Loathe, you've got Venom Prison. These are the future. Of of metal, so so far this is what we're doing. This is what we're leading to, and the, and the things that we're gonna, um, you know, see bl- bloom or death blooms, but bloom and and and, and see where that goes. And it, it, shout out to, to Elvin Cantor as well, the artist for Venom Prison. I'm going to be seeing him at an uh, at an opening of a a record store uh, called Dark Earth, uh, very very local to me, and he's going to be there uh, exhibiting his artwork. His artwork and stuff that he he did the artwork for Malevolence and stuff is is just absolutely on the nose, just absolutely perfect for for metal. But Venom Prison, oh, that's going to be a great. That is going to be a great set, and 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 they're very much. If you had to put a one to watch list, it's Venom Prison. It's low. There's Death Blooms, and then we get sort of midway through the day, and we've presented as it's a lovely problem to have, but it's definitely being presented with the hardest choice for me of the entire festival. And that's who do you go to see? Because they're on roughly the same time. Deftones, Mastodon, Creeper, or Dying Fetus. Now I've seen Deftones a whole bunch of times, as I've seen Mastodon playing headline slots as well. So I've seen them at the past. That that doesn't mean you shouldn't go and see them. There probably will be an, an amazing act. And then for me, it really came in Creeper and Dying Fetus. I've seen Dying Fetus again, but I haven't seen Creeper. Creeper, uh, what another band? There's lots, you know, people talk about this like there's no great new metal coming up. Shut the fuck up. There's plenty of great new metal, and here it is. You know, Creeper, and you know, worth we get stuff off Sex, Death, and the Inverted Void, or, or we're, we're exactly what we get. They feel the, they're on the cusp of something special. They're on a lot of people's favorite lists and want to watch lists, and I haven't seen them live yet. I've listened to a lot of the material. I feel there's more. To come from them, which is very exciting. So, Adam, it was Dying Feet or Creeper. I've seen Dying Feet before. I'm going to see Creeper. I'm telling you that that's what I do. I if I, I go for the, the bands that I know uh, uh, I'm going to enjoy, but I will take a chance on a band producing one of those special moments. And then we're back to the to to, to, to on Dog Tooth. For me, you know, it's Napalm Death. What what the fuck do you want me to say? Um, it's superb. Uh, flawlessly superb in many ways. They've just recently come, uh, done a, a, a big tour and cycle, and they are there at the peak of their powers. It's as simple as that, and it's a wonderful that a whole new generation is 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 finding Napalm Death again and finding just how important they are. And so Barney, uh, you know, and and, and the boys, are, are, that's going to be that's going to be a great set. You know, we're going to get stuff off. Uh, you know. The, the new album or get stuff from you know let, let, they, they often do a very good the, the last couple of set lists have been very 
nicely, nicely kind of intricate and different and playing some different songs. And Nate Palmer just, they're just a solid act. And it's nice to see how that stands up with modern music because it fits in right. It's just shows you how progressively interesting Napalm Death are. Is that now they can shock and not so much shock, but kind of surprise and show you what extreme ends of metal can do. And then you've got um, Truce Between. <laughs> On the Avalanche, I suppose to together actually is, is Sepultura and uh, Megadeth. Now, both completely now considered classic, simple as that. Um, you know, Sepultura, we, we've recently had Quadra in 2020 and then Sepultura a little, little bit later. So there'll be potential for new music there. Um, and it's the, it's a similar story for both Sepultura and uh, Megadeth, is that they've both got new sort of stuff coming up and we want to see what's hold on. Is it a co- kind of almost a leg pass to a certain degree? Yeah, to a certain degree. But really, it's uh, it it's it's the perfect placement for for those. Both those bands could potentially, I suppose, they could headline. Maybe I'm sure Megadeth could. But it's going to see them playing a, a slightly less smaller than a headline slot slot, and see how that that works, and see how kind of how that that plays. I think that those those two there, that's a, that's a that's a safe evening of metal right there in all the best ways. And then we get to um, Maiden. Headlining at nine o'clock on the the main stage, and no one else is playing, so they're, they're going to be guaranteed of a great crowd. I just want to um, say before I talk briefly about Maiden is that where we lost uh, in the last couple of days, we lost um, Ashley Groom, and uh, Ashley Groom, for those that don't know, was a crew member for Iron Maiden. Um, now it's, it's almost like. Doing the per, uh, person of service to say the crew member. He was a long-standing crewman. I think he started as a carpenter. And anybody who's seen Maiden will recognise him. Big, huge guy, a bald head, and and you know, and getting the job done. And he was he was there virtually every time I've seen Maiden. He's been there setting up. He's he's almost as familiar as Eddie. In fact, he's played Eddie a, a, a few times when Eddie walks out, and he is just a, a superb individual. You know, you see how he is with the fans. There's lots of YouTube videos of people meet, meeting him and t- getting pictures with him. How he's the fans, and he's as uh, as important as anything within the Iron Maiden camp. He is exactly and represents exactly what the spoken metal show uh, is so proud of. The defenders of the metal, the defenders of the faith. These gears of war guys, these guys that go out there and work these tough hours and crew to put on the amazing show that Maiden does. And I'm I'm sure that Maiden will pay tribute to him in some way. Um, I'm sure they will because he he was he, he was family really was when you're a crew, and you crew for a, especially a band like Maiden. And I've seen it, it. There's people who crew with these larger bands who've been doing it so long. It's a family. It really is. You you travel with them. You you most most of the time you you're around them. Sometimes you even eat and drink with them, and have days off with them. It becomes like family because you go into war every night. And you need to have you you know you need to know everybody's on your on your on your side and kind of looking forward. So that's that's something I just wanted to say and just say you know it's sorely missed a huge huge character and as big a guy he was is is his love for the business and his and his professionalism his quality of work was even bigger. Uh, Ashley Groom very sadly missed. So Maiden's going to be playing Legacy of the Beast and. If you've seen any of the set lists, it is exactly what you'd expect it to be. It is going to be hit after hit after hit. They will not disappoint under any circumstances. I know some people have been down on, on Shenjitsu a little bit and not as happy as they would have wanted to be with it. 
But let's face it, this is legacy of the beast. This is the you know we're going to get Fear of Dark, Number of the Beast, The Trooper. All the classics are going to get brought out for your pleasure. They've never, I've never seen them play a bad set. There's been degrees of amazing, but there's never been a bad set. They are almost the house band now for download. If you want to see it that way, they're, they're so they're so ingrained in what download is, in what in what the 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 the, the festival is it's almost impossible to separate them. And so they're going to be a great, It's that's going to be a great evening. And what's interesting is it starts with sort of the newer bands and then it moves to more established bands and it gets to the, the legendary headliners. And that's as it should be, but it's also nice to see so many new and interesting and exciting bands um, doing great stuff and really pushing the envelopes of the, the respective sides of the genres. And um, so that's Saturday. Um, Saturday is probably one one of the best days because there's so much there and there's so much to choose from. Some difficult choices, as we said, on midway through the day. But that's what I'll be watching at uh, at the on the Saturday of download. And then we get to Sunday. And how does Sunday start? Can we start? I'd like to once again. I like to take chances and see bands i haven't seen or, or wouldn't wouldn't necessarily catch otherwise and it's, it's going to start on the apex stage with uh with wargasm i just want to hear you know this 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 mate once again a brand new band with several singles what the spit would be nice to hear you know that that i wonder how that would work live i see what maybe what the audience reaction is going to be it's an interesting one wargasm i don't know how i feel about it i'd like to see it live and kind of see if they can if it translate that energy that they have seems to translate. So it'd be interesting to see how that works out. And then we've got Powerwolf, and I have n- I've never heard much by them. Certainly haven't seen them live. It's another example of bands that you wouldn't normally catch, and why it's so cool to go to festivals and see these. I mean, I, I don't know. I'm listening to them now to kind of get my eye in with them, so to speak. Panic in the Pentagram from from Bible of the Beast or Fire and Forgive from the newer Sacrament of Sin. These are all. You know, it seems like it's going to be quite a quite a spectacle i like it when bands try and do something a bit special for 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 festivals it's always that that's always the perfect time to to time a, a huge production especially if you've been doing it for a while and you get to see the completely finished thing when they do it and then for me it's going to be uh two o'clock on the, on i i don't know what to expect some some things i listen to maybe don't work for me some things heavily do i mean you, you don't drink a unicorn's blood and the newest Royal Swan. If you, you know, these are all tracks I try to throw out that you might want to suggest having a look at yourself as give a bit of a. But you're never going to get a full grasp of Fox Jaw or what they're going to do and what they can do. Very exciting stuff. Very intricate uh, and involved things. What they're doing. I, I keep saying that the, the bands are intricate and involved and they're trying to explore stuff. And I feel that though that's a that's an ongoing theme with a lot of newer bands where they're really trying to experiment and it's a really healthy environment to to do that with. So Vox Jord on the Doxy Chase, I think with them, with Wargasm, with Power, I think there's some chances here to throw some really amazing stuff with the, with the crowd and really see how that uh, you know, breaks down for them. You always look at a festival for the the, the breakout band that really claims it. Gajira have done it uh, before as well. But a band breaks through and gets moves on to the next stage, Avatar, move, move on to the next stage of what, what they're doing. That's the opportunity there. One band who's really kind of Established themselves now as a, a as a stalwart uh, of the scene is, is Baroness, obviously on the Opus stage about four o'clock. 
Uh, what John Bays is doing is, is, is hugely interesting to me within that genre. His interplay with Gene is brilliant. I mean, yes, do we, do we want stuff off paper like Shock Me? Yes, we do. We want you know, Sweetest Curse off Blue. And, you know, these are all great songs. And, and maybe maybe some new newer material as well, as always. I, I like to see... I like to see safety and then complete abandon with a set list for a, a festival. What I mean by that is that I'd like to see the classics. I want to see them. They're expected to be there and they're going to be great and that's fantastic. I want to see them. And then I want you to see stuff completely pulled out, out, out of the bag that you wouldn't normally expect. Deep cuts, as they say. Baroness at, at four o'clock on the over stage is just going to be, that's just going to be great. I'm really looking forward to seeing them. You know, progressive stoner type of stuff done done the, the best you know, the height of the powers I would say at the moment Baroness they really are um, another interesting band that kind of at, at the, not at the height of the powers but certainly at, at doing some amazing stuff is it's 5 o'clock on the Avalanche stage is Spirit Box um, I think that I listen to Eternal Blue a uh, hell of a lot uh, you know, tracks like um, Holy Roller and stuff they just what they're doing is is fascinating. What they're doing is interesting. It feels as though it's 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 a it's 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 starting off rather than arriving. It's heavy as shit. It's really really interesting and it's involving. It feels at a higher level of type of stuff. Spirit Box they're regularly on everybody's you know must listen to and favorite albums and EPs and and stuff at the end of the year. And rightly so. I think the it's going to be really interesting to watch their journey, and that happens to be the case of a lot of the talked about that are just starting out. Metal is dead. Don't be fucking stupid. It's it's clearly very much alive and very much a, 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 a wonderful thing, and there's some great bands out there doing it. But then let's take our trip to to the main stage at seven o'clock uh, for for Corn. So I say as much as I say all these new bands, the Corn of what ninety three they started. And they had the, you know, I mean, if we could do a long podcast about 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 corn. I mean, they had that triple punch of sort of, you know, corn, follow the leader, and and and, and what have you, uh, and life is peachy, and did, which basically established them in in so many words. It just completely established them, but they constantly redefine and what it means to be a metal band, you know, path of totality, and mixing all kinds of elements and you know and they started by mixing elements together you know they started by mixing things unconventional ways of doing things together they've just kept doing that you know all the way up to like kind of requiem where they've, they've they've never sat still i would argue they've never sat still jonathan davis takes an amazing amount of chances with what they do and what what the fuck we're going to get at this set is 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 i wouldn't like to pick this set for them because you're gonna to have to play the classics, but then you want to. You know what are you gonna do? Are you gonna try and do something interesting and new as well? It's it's, it's a really tough one that I feel that um, we are gonna get some new stuff. I may get some new bits, maybe not much, but some. I think we're gonna get a window into which way Corn are gonna go. But Corn are just, um, you know, I remember them coming out, and now they are. You say someone's had to be a headline, there'd be no surprise. So hopefully, time permitting, they're gonna get. They're gonna be. You know, that could be one of the main... I see that as a main headline slot. I know it isn't, but I see it that way. I think it just... It has the, the possibilities just to... There's going to be a whole... job probably a generation. Certainly maybe two or three, maybe five years are going to see them for the first time and discovering corn all over again with a, a generation that already embraced them. It's a fucking great thing. That's a really interesting thing to see. So I think that feels like a main... Main stage, but it's like kind of a headline slot. Only I hope they take a few chances because it's not a headline slot. 
let's see how that works then. And then I would say Biffy, you know, because they're they're never going to do a bad set. It's always going to be great. But I would have chose purely because you're just never getting to see them. Is uh, the Descendants? I would go and see them, which is probably isn't called. Maybe people will be strange on a uh, uh, spoken metal podcast to suggest essentially a punk band from the from since seventy seven. Um, but they're important. The Descendants are important. You know, Milo goes to college and everything sucks. These are now almost memeified. These are all now like the black flag symbol are all kind of you know, iconography. But the descendants are important. They're essentially in multiple hiatuses. It's very difficult to pin them down. I don't think they tour very little, as far as I can see. I've I've, I've certainly never seen them. I've only listened to them uh, and, and wondered what it would be like to see their show. But it's like you know, it's, they're up there with the Ramones and and these these famous bands. They're, they're just as important. And it feels like it's a real, it's a real you know, treasure to to see them to see them live. I don't think you're going to see that too often. And so the Descendants, which is an odd way to end, end the festival. Yeah, I mean, if you're not sure, go and see Biffy. That'll be a fucking, that'll be a great set. I was always a bit unsure when they put into the headline slots, but they were one of those bands that grown into the headline slots. This is one of the other things we've got to do, ladies and gentlemen, is we've got to help bands get to those next levels by taking chances with bands. Now, someone did with Biffy, and now they're established they can headline a festival. End of story. But we have to do that. And so it's it's very carefully put together. You download, I can't imagine the bucket of download. I can't imagine the bucket of any large festival. It's so difficult to keep everybody happy. And guarantee some somebody won't be. But guarantee there'll be people listening to this show and go and go, I don't fucking agree with that. Why the fuck would you not go and see Steel Panther or The Darkness or whatever? You know, that's cool. And you do what you do what you want to do. You you listen to who you want to do. This is what who I think you should be listening to. And what I've tried to do is what I do whenever I go to a large scale festival is like I say, play the safeguards, but also throw in a couple of surprises. And I always try, and you should always try and do this, I always try and see a band I've never heard of before, or maybe even had in that much music from, because they're gonna, that's where the real surprises happen. You go, fucking hell, this is incredible. You know, and you find a whole slew of bands. It's not just about going to see the bands and that you love and know all the lines and all the words to all the songs. That's great, and you should do that. Um, but it's also about taking a chance. Because some of these bands you won't get to see passing through, so they may be the only chance you get to see them. Because touring is very difficult for them, and that's a hundred percent what what you should get from a festival. Download's great for that. I've discovered a ton of bands from there, as well as you know, going to see some classic shows with bands that I love. And I think it's a pretty nice mix. I feel Saturday's the day. Saturday feels as though it's it's the day, the one where the most is going off. But isn't it great the festivals are back, ladies and gentlemen? Isn't it great that we can get, you know, 100,000 people in a field and it's cool again and we can see bands and bands have survived and they've got all this new material that they want to show off and there's all this fresh outlook on, on stuff. It's the, it's, it's the other side of, of that crevasse that we, we fell into. It's the other side of things. It's an exciting time. It's great. Festivals are great. I should be doing more of these precursors to festivals. I probably won't do Hellfest because it's it's going to take me too fucking long. But I'll certainly do it for Bloodstock naturally, and I'll do it for a couple of festivals. Any ones you want, you want to suggest, ladies and gentlemen, I will cover as well. And hopefully, this is something you can listen to on the way down. I hope you listen. I know some people listen to the show on when they're traveling. And you want to listen to this one as you head down. So I may have mentioned a band. You're like fucking hell. I didn't realize fucking Baroness were playing. I don't know how, but you know you might do. Or you know I didn't realize. Oh, I might might check out. Uh, might check out Spirit Box. You know, and that's the whole point. Is you know you 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 should see. Bands that you, you maybe haven't had a chance to listen to. Don't, 
you know, you're just people that I know go up to the main station, camp out. That's cool. You, you do you, and that's that's that works for you. I am constantly on the go at a festival where we go next. Who's next man trying to squeeze as much juice out of the day as possible? Um, because some of these bands that I haven't toured for a long time, and we may not see them for a long time after that, or even at all. So I hope you've enjoyed my little rundown. And you know, maybe suggested some bands you didn't consider, and hopefully that you now have considered them. Uh, you might completely disagree with the list entirely, and that's cool too. That's part of the, the the great thing about festivals. I'm just happy it's back. I'm happy music's back in the live forum, and we could start keep. We, we were having a difficult time before this, and it was even harder during the pandemic. But we're through the end of that process, and we're starting to support music and. You can go and do that at this just as you can go and see local bands. People often say, oh, festivals are killing the local scene. Well, that's not the case. What's, what it is is it's just a different set of uh, rules almost, if you will, when you go to a festival. You can still support those bands. You can still go and see Death Blooms. Let's fill out the fucking the crowd for them. Let's have a fucking crazy reaction for them. You know, why does it have to be the larger bands that, that, that have the wall of deaths and pits and stuff like that? Show your support by getting in the pit and show your support by going to see these bands. You know, not just sitting in your in your tent until your favorite band comes on. Who does that? So there is a way of doing that as well. And then people they get great content from that, and they uh, you know uh, it it sends a great message, and 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 everybody kind of realizes that the, these bands are great. And then they maybe think twice about going to see them. They go, okay, actually, I saw them at download, and they were fucking brilliant. Imagine going and seeing a place that's like you know three hundred, four hundred, five hundred cap. That's the point. So I hope you've enjoyed this little rundown. Who have I missed? I'm sure I've missed some bands. If I have, please just you know, message, uh, you know, put on all the socials and say, the fucking hell, Coop, you missed this band. How did you not do this, that, and the other? There's bound to be somebody. There's bound to be some band I've missed. But I hope I'll give you a nice little breakdown there of of some bands I would check out and, and a nice cross-section of metal. It's nice that there is a cross-section of metal. There's some wonderful out there. So, as always, uh, thank you for listening. I deeply appreciate it. And uh, enjoy download. Uh, if you're on your way there now, get pumped for it because it looks like it's going to be a wild one. Um, and as always, I'll see you at the show.